Welcome back to another episode of Nurse Marketing, the business of nursing, where we talk about how life and business intersect, as well as things that will help your business outside, well, topic matters that will help your business and things that you will come across in the world of growing and scaling that you may not come across inside of traditional nursing roles. So today I have with me Danielle. Danielle, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Amelia. All right. So why don't you, if it's okay, if you don't mind introducing yourself? Sure, absolutely. So my name is Danielle Perlin Good, and my company is Good Digital Consulting, and we help aspiring authors share their stories with writing, editing, and marketing their nonfiction books. Awesome. So tell me about the problem that you solve for your ideal customers, best buyers. Great. So what I like to do is we chat and determine with my clients and prospective clients what they want to share, what story they want to share, what legacy they want to leave for their families and for future generations. And I have a couple of different clientele that I work with. So one is people who are writing and into memoir and spirituality and religion. I'm Jewish and have lots of Jewish clients who are interested in preserving the stories of their families. And my other niche are people who want to elevate their careers by producing, publishing a book and becoming a best-selling author on Amazon. And I have published some books. One of them is by Jesse Sawyers, who is an internationally acclaimed artist and coach. And she has a book called Getting Unlocked. And that reached number one on Amazon a couple months ago, towards the end of 2019. And what I really enjoy doing is really helping with my book coaching services get to the core of what my clients want to teach when what they want to share with their target audience and with their potential readers. That could be, like I said, a range of things. And it's just important to me to make sure that we're reaching my client's ultimate goal. Awesome. So for the healthcare professional who's listening to this, who wants to elevate their career and they think a book might be helpful, what are some of the things that are are they thinking about? What are some of their pain points? What are some of the trigger words or phrases that they might be saying to themselves that's going to prompt them to reach out to you? Okay, that's a great question. So one of the things I find with uh, my professional clients is they underestimate the value of their story as number one. They have limiting beliefs about their ideas. They have fear about their success, about what might happen if they fail, what might happen on their journey to becoming a published author. And for those healthcare professionals, everybody Like I tell my clients, everybody has great ideas, right? Everybody has great ideas, bad ideas, mediocre ideas, right? But what really resonates with me and what has really resonated with my clients is the fact that 
two people can have the exact same idea, two nurses, for example, can be in the same room, have the same experience happen to them. However, they experience that idea and that experience completely differently from one another. So they would write their story about each of their individual experiences completely differently from one another. And that to me is really telling. And sometimes I feel as though people who are in that professional capacity, especially nurses, people who really put their own their own selves on the line to help somebody else to really be in the trenches of trying to figure out how they can best help other people. Nurses are saviors. My best friend is an ER nurse. I have lots of relatives and friends who are in the professional medical field and I give them so much credit for all the experiences that they have. And what sometimes happens with not only nurses, but all kinds of professionals is we experience so many different things on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. And if we bury that and we bury those ideas that we have, they're never going to come to fruition, right? We're never going to really see what capacity they have and what they're what they can do to really help and encourage other people based on their experiences and their stories and what i really like to teach is the fact that everybody does have an amazing story an amazing way of relating to other people and if we really look deep inside ourselves we are able and all capable of sharing our stories and sharing those ideas that we have. And we are able to tackle those limiting beliefs that we have. We are able to tackle that victim mindset that we have in relation to our writing. So again, to answer your question, a lot of my clients, when we first start coaching, the coaching program that I have, we talk in detail about their limiting beliefs and their way of writing and what time of day they write and really go into depth about their writing style, their idea, and trying to make their idea reality. And that can be a number of different things depending on where their headspace is with themselves and with their writing. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. And thank you for your perspective too. It's so interesting. I love, that's one of the reasons I love talking with people who are also, who are inside of the healthcare industry and outside. Oftentimes those of us who are inside the industry, we don't necessarily have an accurate, as you alluded to, view of what we do. (laughs) So it's often helpful for us to partner with someone from outside of the industry to look on our work that looks just like, doesn't stand out to us, right? We've been living our story and we work with people who have similar stories, but sometimes an outside perspective can be super helpful in pinpointing the parts of our story that uh, would be interesting. So tell me about, um, related to sort of, you know, that sort of thing, collaborations and partnering. I always say that Nike has partnered with Apple Watch and 
Starbucks has their Tivana. Starbucks didn't decide to go into the tea business. They partnered with someone who was already there. How have partnerships have been helpful for your business? Hmm. That's a really great question. So in terms of networking and just relating to others, is that that your question? Okay. Um, In a way, yeah, because most businesses, they're not one person shows. Most people they, you know, build with either they have referral sources, they have referral partners, they have some sort of, they've, you know, somebody has invited them to speak to an audience or there's been some sort of collaboration going on. Most businesses aren't vacuum. So tell me more about, yeah, those sort of collaborations. Great. Great. I love that. Thank you. So number one, I'd say I met my business coach who uh, I am been working with her about a year now and her name is Camilla Behrens and she is excellent. She is an excellent business coach. I have learned so much from her. My confidence has risen as well which I think is something as an entrepreneur, if you're looking to become an entrepreneur, is something that I find is one of the most important aspects of of being an entrepreneur and really owning your craft and understanding that, like I said, your idea is worthwhile, your business is worthwhile. It's the same concept behind that. So that's the first person that I would say has been extraordinarily helpful in not only shaping my confidence and helping my business grow, but connecting me with other individuals who need my services. And that's been extremely helpful, especially the last the last few months. And another person that I would that I uh, just recently started partnering with her name is Sarah Cannell and she has a writing coaching business as well in the Chicagoland area and that's where I'm based out of as well and I met her through an organization called Quip which is Chicago Women in Publishing and if you are in the Chicagoland area and you're in publishing I highly recommend checking them out. They have a lot of great events, uh, monthly events and it's not too much to become a member and I've made wonderful connections in that organization. So I am actually one of Sarah's writing coaches as well and taking on some some clients within her group membership program. So that's been a really fun experience so far and I really enjoy that and again just helping people really reach their potential and craft their story. That's been really fun for me. And I have attended lots of other networking events where I've made wonderful connections, people who are in the business of video editing, doing book trailers. I've also been able and lucky enough to present my keynote speech, How to Become a Best-Selling Author, where I discuss the writing mindset, the importance of editing, self-publishing versus traditional publishing, and a lot more within that. And I have uh, I've presented that speech in front of several libraries and associations, as well as uh, synagogue groups, uh, temple groups. And I actually, in the process of getting more of those presentations this year. And I would like to thank all of the public libraries who have had me 
present. And that's been really, really fun. I really enjoy getting to know other people, answering people's questions. Every group is so different and fun. And like I said, everybody has a different take on information and an idea. So every presentation is really different and it's shaped based on what kinds of questions people ask and what they're interested and what they're most interested in learning about and taking away from the presentation. Awesome. Thank you so much. So for my listeners, how this relates to you is that I want you to hear, you know, go back and record, well, go back again and jot down all of the places that she said that um, Danielle said she presented. She said she presented at public libraries, associations, community groups. Uh, She even collaborated with somebody who offers similar services to her. So for my listeners, I just want you to think about all the possible collaboration opportunities that are out there for you. Um, Who does something similar to you, but in a different way because you partner up? I just recently talked to somebody who there was somebody who does who did actually exactly what she did someone might say a competitor and she collaborated with a competitor because a com- quote I don't want to even say the term co- competitor but her strategic partner I'll say it like that her strategic partner went on maternity leave and while she was on maternity leave she had a membership group like Danielle said she went into a membership group and she taught her um, strategic partner had a membership group that needed to be taken care of while she was on maternity leave. So because they're in the same ecosystem, they knew each other, she reached out to this lady and said, hey, I want you to come into my group. I'll, of course, pay you for your expertise, but I want you to take care of my people. So this was an income source that was, you know, very unexpected, I'm sure. I just want to encourage you guys to, you know, again, think about, you know, who else is in your ecosystem? Who can you reach out to? I think about associations that you can reach out to. They're all looking for content. I did a project where I pitched a client to speak at a variety of associations, and they're all used to having speakers come in. That's not that hard. It's not, they they get these requests all the time. They reply like, okay, this is our link to go sign up and fill out the speaker form, right? They have a process. So I'm definitely, I encourage you to include, I'm reaching out to associations and public libraries, of course, developing your own professional network in your 2020 marketing efforts. Um, related to that, Danielle, let's talk actionable tips. What actionable tip would you like to leave with our audience related to growing their professional network or regrowing it as they start a new chapter or pivot in their career or business? Mm-hmm. So one of the the things that I always like to to tell people is, I again, I, I really think that especially with the audience that you have, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I have, I find that a lot of health professionals and especially nurses, just from people who I know through friends and relatives are quite introverted. And it can be a little difficult to get yourself wanting to, like you said, go on that speaker route and and real and try to get that confidence going that you need in order to move that career forward, right? And again, tell me, you know, tell me if I'm mistaken, but that's something that I always find with not only them, but a lot of, a lot of just colleagues and, and friends and clients that, you know, we all struggle with confidence. And one of the things that I always like to leave people with are a couple of things. So I always ask people, one, 
Are you letting fear get in the way of your dreams? And two, is your inner critic preventing you from achieving your dream? Is your inner critic diminishing your confidence? So I really want you as the listeners to really think about those questions and think about your goals and think about what you want out of the process of you know, if, whether or not you want to become a published author, whether you want to move in a different career path, right? Whether you want to do something else with your life, whether you want to go become a public speaker, whether you want to create an online course, you know, how can you use these questions? How can you utilize them to gain more confidence and really tackle that fear that you have that's preventing you from moving forward and achieving those goals? Sorry. Awesome. Thank you so much for um, sharing that. And yeah, a lot of nurses, I don't know if I'd say we're introvert. Well, I'm an introvert. <laughs> so maybe that's, that's not, a, I'm not a great example, but I don't know if I'd say most, but we're just not used to, to talking about the value that we bring. It's like nurses, teachers, we're all encouraged to just to be in the background and not draw too much attention to ourselves and just do the work and those of us in healthcare, we're literally taught to save lives and then think nothing of it, go on to the next thing, the next room, the next patient. As you mentioned, because of that, we don't necessarily pivot to our next thing with a ton of confidence, right? And being able to point, being used to t- pointing to the things that we've done. But um, I like the series of questions that you encouraged us to ask. It's like, are you letting fear get in the way of your dreams? You know, what about the inner critic? What is that saying? So um, thank you for those uh, mini exercises that you gave us. So um, yes. how can people keep in touch with you and continue this conversation with you? That's a great question. So I have a couple of different links. So my website is gooddigitalconsulting.com. And I always offer free consultations. And if you go to calendly.com slash book, you can book a discovery call with me. It's 20 to 30 minutes. And we'll talk about your goals, your target target audience, what you want to accomplish in terms of your writing career, and if I'm the right person to help you. And if not, then I will try to find somebody who is. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. And yeah, I'll definitely grab that link from you. And thank you again for sharing your expertise. Awesome. Thank you so much, Amelia. I appreciate it.